This podcast is for professional voice teachers to answer the question, how do I grow my teaching business and even break out of that one-on-one lesson model so that I can reach and teach who I want whenever I want. I'm your host, Allie Tyler, voice teacher of over a decade and marketing and business coach for fellow voice teachers. Welcome to the Voicepreneur Podcast. Hey, 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 voice teacher. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am so, so, so excited that you are here as always. I'm just so filled with gratitude. You know, it's really, really cool to actually connect with people through the podcast. Like it just, it blows my mind that I record these things and it's a very isolating experience, honestly. Um, you know, you're just kind of talking to yourself basically and then you put it out there and you don't really know you don't really know who's listening. We don't get that kind of analytics, those statistics <laughs> like we do on Instagram or some other social media platforms. So it's really cool when I actually do get to connect with you. And I know that there are people that we um, find each other through this platform. And that is so special and awesome. Isn't that amazing that we can do that, that we can connect with each other all over the world, just like like that. And I've been thinking a lot about that because actually this morning, it's funny, I was writing, um, I have this mindful morning practice that I do in the mornings where I'm writing um, five things that I'm grateful for as part of the practice. And so I'm writing and I'm thinking about how I am so grateful for the fact that some of my closest friends are people that I have met on social media or and or are people that I have not met in person. In fact, one of my dearest friends who I've been friends with for many years that we met on social media, I finally met in person this year. I think we were friends for like four years before that. So it's just really interesting how, you know, social media can be positive in that way. And wow, that was a cool segue. I swear I did not plan that. (laughs) Actually, my um, mantra coming on to this episode and future episodes too, is really to just flow with it, to have as minimal editing as possible, to allow myself to stumble on my words because I do do that and I don't need to be a perfectionist. Um, Not that I was really a perfectionist before, but Anywho, I'm just letting myself flow. And that means that I have very minimal notes and I am really just going to have a conversation with you about social media. Because here's the thing, here's here's the ultimate segue. Social media can be something that we have a positive relationship with. It really can. But it's important that we understand first what our relationship is with it right now and how we want it to be, right? So I'll just share with you that this motivation really came from you all on Instagram because quite honestly, one of my signs personally when I am burning out or when I'm just not in a good headspace, not taking good care of myself is hopping onto Instagram way too much. Like I do it too much. And the issue with that is I get numbed out by it. I get into comparisonitis. I fall into all of the traps that we all do, right? It doesn't make us feel good on the inside. So last month, I really decided to commit to creating more consciousness around social media and really having a better relationship with it. And I've learned a lot from it. So a couple of takeaways is the first and foremost is we do not need to post every day. 
day. So just because we're on the platform doesn't mean we're posting every day, right? And I think that a big limiting belief for us as business owners is that consistency in posting every single day is the way that we grow. And Look, it is. I mean, that is a way to grow, but there is no the way to grow. There is just lots of ways to grow. <laughs> and that is one of them, but we don't have to do that. And I think that's important for us to remember because we can kind of relieve that, that fear of, of it's called, it's almost like social media FOMO, you know, or it's like the fear of missing out on posting. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of a weird trap that it has put us in mentally, but I think it's important for us to remember that we can still use the platforms in a healthy way and not be posting every day. We do not need to post every day. So last month in July, and I did this July of 2022, I committed to basically not posting very much. And I think I actually didn't post like at all for probably four weeks, something like that. And what I did instead was I decided to focus more on stories and DMs, which to me are very similar things because a lot of DM conversations start and are ignited from stories. Um, by the way, that's a great little marketing tip. So if you are, you know, trying to figure out how to engage more on a social media platform and you're like, oh, I feel so weird about like getting into people's DMs and just sending them a DM. You don't have to do it like, you know, cold turkey <laughs> inside of their DM. You can actually just respond to one of their stories. And that is a really easy way to get the conversation going. So anyway, I really decided to focus there and it was brilliant. It was awesome. I mean, in my experience, and I run two business accounts, I find that I get so much more engagement, so much deeper connection with people in stories than I do on my posts. And maybe you're feeling that same way. So that's really nice to remember when you are creating a you know, healthy relationship with social media in that you don't have to be on all the things. And that includes like all the features of one platform, right? Instagram has so many features. It's got reels. It's got, you know, the DMs, the stories, the posts, the carousels, the blah, blah, blah. There's so many things. So you don't have to be on all of them. All of that to say, <laughs> pick just one, right? That could be a way that you build a healthy relationship. So I decided to do that. I decided to just focus on one little area of Instagram and not focus on posting all the time. And that included reels too. I really was not on the reel train. And it was really awesome. <laughs> it was really awesome. And I've done this many times before and it always proves me in the way that I don't think it ever is going to in that it really is not a big deal. It's not a big deal. So I needed that reminder for myself. And now going into August, I am actually going to continue challenging myself because there were still some habits that were creeping up in the month of July that I was like, mm, I need to address you. So for example, I tend to wake up and go to sleep with my phone and it has been a bad habit for so long and enough is enough. So in August, that is one of my things. I am not going to have a phone near my bed. It is a trap and I don't want it near my bed. So I got myself an alarm clock and I'm going to get into the bed and assess before I go to sleep and make sure that the phone is nowhere near there <laughs> and really practice having a get up and unwind routine that does not involve my phone. 
Another thing that I have been practicing and I want to continue even strengthening is being on Instagram specifically on certain times of the day. So rather than just like pulling it out when I'm bored or in line or waiting on, you know, a video to upload or something, (laughs) I don't have to be on my phone during those times. There are other things I can do that are way more productive, way more productive. And I'm just going to challenge myself to really pick certain times of the day, morning, lunch, evening, and stick to those times as the only times that I am engaging on those platforms. Unless, unless, unless it is a real batch creating day. And God, don't we all wish that we can like edit reels on our desktop because that would just change everything. Oh, I hate that so much. But anyway, that's like my one exception are creating reels, which actually leads me to the next thing that I want to do more of. And I've been really enjoying my process so far with it, which is using the desktop version. So y'all know that Instagram is now a desktop friendly place in most cases, with the exception of creating, you know, reels and things like that. But you can really engage on it so easily. So treating your DM like it's an email inbox and, you know, just kind of treating it like that. Like it's like your website that you are um, interacting with in various different ways, whether it's, you know, engaging on people's comments or in your DMs or whatever. So that's a really cool thing that I want to get more, um, better at. And then the last thing is making sure that I really tune in to the energy that I am feeling both while I am engaging on that platform and with the posts and the content that I am sharing. So in other words, do not just post things because you feel like you have to, right? A lot of times we get burned out and we make content that isn't very good. And you know, we are going to talk more about legacy content and trending content and all that stuff in future episodes, but really it's just important to know that the energy that you put into your posts is what you get out. I truly believe that, (laughs) well, I should, I should give credit where credit is due. I heard this. I don't know who said this. I hate when this happens. It was an interview on some podcast. And I don't, I got to look up to see who this person was. But basically what they said, and I totally believe this, is that the algorithm is an amplifier. And I was like, oh, that's it. That's exactly it. Instagram, social media, everything that we use our device for when we are socializing is really an energetic exchange, right? And if we're thinking about energy and we are thinking about the law of attraction and how energy exchanges work and how what we think is what we create and what we put out is what we get and all of these laws that we know to be true about energy and we apply it to Instagram (laughs) and we apply it to social media, it really makes a lot of sense. It really makes a lot of sense because Here's the thing. (sighs) I'm laughing because Instagram gets it. They get it. They understand how our brains work and they are basically taking the algorithm as a way for us to manifest the things that we want, right? 
And man, we can go so deep into that, but it's very interesting because when you take it from the perspective of a business owner, when you take it from the perspective of you interacting with these platforms like Instagram so that you can build engagement and a following and hopefully, you know, leads and money and all the stuff that comes with having a business online. When you are doing that type of stuff, it's super important to recognize that your energy is part of that algorithm, right? Your energy, the type of content that you are putting in is just as important as the type of content that you are consuming. And it is all in this melting pot of the algorithm (laughs) that is amplifying what energy we are all putting into it. So let me give you an example of this so that it doesn't sound super woo. You're probably like, what in the, what is she talking about? (laughs) Okay, so imagine that you are somebody who, I don't know, you're, you're going through some stuff right? And you're a Debbie Downer. Let's be real. You're like, you're negative Nancy. You're, you're, you're having a hard time viewing life as a positive thing. Well, it makes perfect sense why you would go onto Instagram and you psychologically, or as Eckhart Tolle, um, one of my favorite spiritual leaders like to say, the pain body likes to do this, where we kind of get addicted to pain. We kind of get addicted to negativity. And that ends up feeling more negativity, right? We like feeling like the victim. We like feeling down on ourselves. It sounds weird to say it out loud, but it is true. It's part of human nature. And so when you go onto a platform like Instagram and you're already in that negative state, it makes sense for you to binge negative, trashy content. (laughs) Like that happens sometimes. And then the algorithm picks up on that and it feeds you more of that right? And then it, of course, bounces back to you and you feel more negative. And then anytime you want to interact with social media, you're like, oh, I freaking hate that platform. And I don't want to post things, but now I got to freaking post on there. And like, and then that comes across in the content because you're feeling negative from being on the platform and the cycle goes on and on. It's like, I don't know, it like, it makes a lot of sense. And What's so interesting about the algorithm is that you can so easily switch it the other way. You can so easily view everything as positive. You can view all of your content as positive. (laughs) You can really curate your feeds to feel positive. And I'm going to just throw a big truth bomb in here as we're talking about this. I want you to be real with yourself right now. If you're not listening, listen right now. Let's be real. Real conversation. Does it actually feel good to be following all these voice teachers? Does it really feel good to see what everybody is offering and posting and sharing and talking about and SOVTs and memberships? And does it feel good? (laughs) I'm really, really curious about this because... These are the conversations I'm having with voice teacher clients in that it does not feel good. I don't know. Maybe you feel inspired by it. I know I do. I definitely have streaks where I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to feel inspired. But there is a difference between feeling inspired out of a place of scarcity, truly, because you don't feel like you have, you know, 
enough to say. You don't feel like you have enough to give. You don't feel like you have enough. It's a place of scarcity. So you go to these platforms, not these platforms, sorry, these handles, voice teacher handles to see what they're doing so that you can get inspired. Look, it makes sense. I understand. And yes, we definitely want to support each other. Like we want to support each other. We want to comment on each other's things and share each other's things on each other's stories. And yeah, hell yeah. But it's super important that you check in with yourself and ask yourself, is it feeling good or is it really not feeling good? And just be real with yourself. You can mute people so easily. In fact, this is actually what I did. And I know everybody um, doesn't have the luxury or the time to have two separate handles, but I have two separate handles. I have the whole voice and then I have the voicepreneur. And the whole voice is where I had built up a lot of relationship with voice teachers. But then when I transitioned to the voice preneur <laughs> this year, I decided that platform was where I really wanted to spend all of my time with voice teachers. And then the whole voice was where I didn't want to spend that time. I didn't want to see repeats of them. So I muted everybody. So I don't see voice teachers on that account. And it makes me very happy. And I have kind of actually extended that and really gotten super down and dirty with the things that are on my feed just in general. So very particular about the activism that I follow. And when I say particular, I mean, I don't go nuts with it. I follow like three organizations because I just need to, you know, make that (laughs) something simplified in my life. And then a few other things as well, right? So all of that to say, you can mute people, you can curate your feed to be positive, you can fall into this beautiful, positive, inspiring, loving, healthy relationship with social media. If first and foremost, you are aware that the algorithm is an amplifier and that you are a part of that, that your content is part of that, yet you, your energy as a human being is part of that. And that you're also really aware of whether or not this platform is actually serving your business. So here's another thing to consider. Is social media right now part of a marketing strategy that is going to help you profit? It's really important to set an expectation about what it actually is and what the intention is for your business. You can get off of it if it is not needing to get you more students right now and you have nothing else to offer. If you're like, no, I don't really want more private students, but I don't have anything like an online program or warm-up tracks or whatever, then okay, like don't spend so much time on it, you know? Like you don't need to be consumed by it. Here's where you can spend your time instead on your people, on creating a paid offer, on longevity, on your systems. There's so many other things that we can focus on that really do move the needle in our business. And social media is always a big question mark. It is a tool, but it is not a necessity. So the last thing I want to say about social media and really just creating a healthy relationship in general, of course, we have setting an intention every time that you're on the platform, maybe consciously saying, I have the intention of engaging right now, or I have the intention of DMing right now, or I have the intention of watching people's stories right now, and really just being conscious of it. And then also finding the magic in it. 
because it really is a beautiful, awesome thing. Like I said in the beginning, I have made incredible friends on it. I've built my business on it. I've literally built like an entire business on social media. And it really is kind of like an accountability buddy in terms of our authenticity, our integrity, our consciousness, and energy check-in. It can serve as a mirror for all of those things for us. And that's what's really magical about it. So I think that we can all just take note that our relationship with social media is something we do have control over. We always can change our mindset about it. We always can change our pace with it, our um, intention with it. (laughs) There's so many things that we can control about it. And we can decide to view it as a magical, awesome place. So I hope that you will join me in doing that. And maybe you want to follow the challenge that I am doing with me. So no phone next to your bed, only hopping on on certain times, using the desktop. So if you do want to do that with me, let me know on Instagram. DM me at The Voicepreneur and let me know that you're going to do that challenge with me. And my hope is that we can all continue to build better relationships with these platforms because they are not going away. (laughs) and they really are really, really helpful and awesome. So, all right, love. As always, if you want to learn more about The Voicepreneur, check out the links that are inside of this show note. There is a free training on how to build passive income as a voice teacher. Super passionate about this topic, specifically around breaking out of that one-on-one lesson model. So if you feel like you're stuck in it and you want to make money in other ways, I love, love helping voice teachers do this. So go and check out that free training. I also have a few spots open inside of my coaching program. If you want to work one-on-one together, and you definitely want to join the free Facebook group. So that is all inside of the show notes. And I really look forward to getting to know you. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. And I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day.